so I shared with you on Friday, I was at the state capitol uh, running around the place asking everybody I could if they knew anything about the maps because rumors were they were going to be released. I talked to state lawmakers off record. I talked to staff off record. I even asked the guy pushing the broom downstairs if he knew anything about the maps. And then 5 o'clock rolled around. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and go home. While I'm sitting on the couch, 7.30 on a Friday night, getting ready for what is going to be a long week this week. I get the email that the maps have been released. Not from the Democrats, but from the Republicans with a statement condemning the maps. And then the Democrat statement followed up. Another statement that I got on Friday was from Change Illinois. Uh, and uh, Madeline Dubeck with that organization joins us now here on the WMAY Morning News Feed to provide more uh, reaction and uh, to better understand what this map is and what could have been. Uh, so, Madeline, thanks for taking time here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. How are you doing? Good, Greg. How are you? Good. Uh, ready to see you know, what... You can't, you can't ever clock out in the last, oh, month of session. <laughs> I know it. Uh, especially the last like five days, it's 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 gonna be pretty brutal because uh, we've got the budget, we've got this map, we've got ethics, we've got a whole bunch of other things that are gonna be flying through both chambers. Uh, so yeah, my head is gonna be on a swivel, no doubt about it. Um, but let's talk about the map. This is extremely important because it could dictate the next ten years of uh, legislative districts. What's your guys' takeaway from the the drop on Friday night? Well, you know, first of all, it's uh, pretty crazy and uh, the opposite of transparent to be dropping uh, maps at 7.30 on a Friday night. And really, uh, it's difficult to even call them maps because they were, you know, literally a drawing on a piece of paper with a bunch of different colors. There was nothing released with them to indicate how they were drawn, why they were drawn, how many districts uh, would be likely to elect people of color, uh, which is, you know, required by the Federal Voting Rights Act and the State Voting Rights Act. Absolutely no information whatsoever except uh, some claims by Democratic lawmakers that they uh, were fair and and uh, would keep people of color top of mind. And so, you know, I, we're very concerned and um uh, alarmed that this these maps were built using ACS data, the five-year estimates that we know do not count close to 42,000 people in Illinois. And every one of us deserves to have our voices and our votes count and to be represented. That's the size of a small city uh, in, in Illinois. Uh, that's That's a lot of people, tens of thousands of people. Uh, that that may not have been included in this. Um, how it's, how- si- it's it's almost the size of Oak Park, which is the home of uh, Senate President Don Harmon. It's right. you know uh, three four times the size of Speaker Welch's hometown. Uh, we're talking about tens of thousands of people who deserve to be represented and counted in these maps. And the most frustrating thing is that several other states have gone to their courts and asked for permission to set aside their deadlines in their constitutions so that they can wait for this census data because of these extraordinary circumstances. Um, Lawmakers heard that recommendation from the National Conference of State Legislatures, and they're ignoring it. 
Well, and I was going to say that was uh, something that was brought up early on in all of this. It's not like we were caught by surprise that the census data was going to be delayed. We've known that now for, well, ever since COVID and some of the civil unrest and some of the uh, the wildfires that wrecked the western part of the country. Um, we knew this for months. Uh, what, uh, what What's your sense of why this was done this way? Is it because of political control or is it this sense of urgency to, to meet that June 30th deadline? It's, you know, there's no question that it's absolutely about political control and uh, lawmakers in the majority wanting to protect their seats and preserve their self-interest over our interests, the people they're supposed to be serving. Uh, you know, I understand it. It's a natural instinct to want to make sure that your job and your seat and your livelihood is protected. Um, but at some point, we have to rise above and... Uh, put the people first and unfortunately we're not seeing that happen we're talking with madeline dubeck she's the executive director of change illinois a good government nonprofit group that's been talking about this issue uh madeline you've been you've been focused on uh, having some kind of fair mapping process for years i uh, here we are now at this time uh after covid uh after the delays um is it still too late to to have uh, the politicians taken out of this process. Well, unfortunately, Greg, it's probably too late for this um, cycle and this map drawing. Um, but, you know, it's not too late for the future. And, you know, we can come back again next year and hammer hard at this again. Uh, it's, you know, been many years now that survey after survey, scientific survey after scientific survey has shown the vast majority of voters in the state of Illinois want independent redistricting. And, you know, we are going to have to force the issue and uh, get our elected officials to listen to us and respond. Uh, I want to I also point out, Greg, you know, this statement that we put out when these maps hit Friday night is not just from Change Illinois. Right, it's right. from a couple of dozen different groups across the state uh, as varied as AARP Illinois, Asian Americans Advancing Justice Chicago, Black Roots Alliance, Coalition for a Better Chinese American Community, Common Cause Illinois, the Cook County Black Chamber of Commerce. We're talking about a broad, deep, and diverse group standing together saying that we can do better with these maps. Well, and a lot of these groups also, uh, through the, what, uh, several dozen hearings that have happened over the past few months, raised concern about using f uh, inaccurate data uh, and making sure that uh, the most accurate data was used uh, to ensure that uh, minority populations aren't uh, squeezed out or improperly lumped in with other groups. And uh, and it doesn't seem like that that, uh, that concern was heard. What's next? I mean, do you think some of these groups are going to file suit? Uh, I think that's probably very likely, and I would be stunned if the Republican Party didn't file suit. Uh, and, you know, it, in neighboring states around us and elsewhere, the exact opposite is occurring, right? It's the Republicans who are doing the gerrymandering, and the Democrats will probably be filing suit. But in Illinois, it's the Democrats who have control over the maps, and uh, I expect Republicans will file suit, and some of these other groups uh, may as well. 
Well, we'll hear a lot more about this. We've got two hearings today, two hearings tomorrow, um, and I imagine that uh, some of these groups are also going to be part of those hearings. Uh, Madeline, something else that Change Illinois has been focused on uh, at uh, other times throughout the legislative process, and that's dealing with ethics reforms. Uh, What's the latest on that? Because we've had Senate Bill 4 queued up. Uh, I don't know if it's advanced. I haven't checked recently, but uh, the deadline for that's been extended multiple times. You've got Republicans pushing their own package of ethics reforms. Are we going to see anything done before the end of the month? You know, it's that's a $64 million question, Greg. Maybe maybe that ethics bill is locked up in the map room with the map. Oh, stop it! <laughs> uh, I don't know, you know. Um, we have not seen or heard much about it for a good three or four weeks now. Uh, clearly, there isn't a widespread agreement on what needs to happen here. There is, I think, widespread agreement, again, by the people of Illinois about the, some of the things that need to be done. The legislative inspector general needs to be given full independence to do his or her job. Uh, lawmakers really ought to wait at least a year, if not two, after they resign before they can start lobbying their former colleagues. Um, you know, whether we're going to see any of this is anyone's guess. Uh, Speaker Welch has made it a priority and talked about it repeatedly since he took over. Um, Governor Pritzker talked about it in his uh, budget speeches in the state of the state. But, you know, we don't really seem to hear a whole lot from uh, either of them about pushing this forward in the waning days of this session. It's pretty remarkable how uh, there can be a uh, a, a vast, diverse uh, number of groups coming together on these types of issues from the maps to ethics reforms uh, and and pushing for these things, but not really seeing much uh, traction at the Statehouse uh, on uh, addressing it. So we'll keep a close eye on it. Madeline Dubeck, Change Illinois Executive Director, greatly appreciate taking the time here with the WMAY Morning News Feed, and we'll talk again soon, okay? My pleasure, Greg. Have a good day.